Hello, welcome back, Kate Happy and Gina. Happy <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are definitely celebrating that tonight. Yes, I hope you all are doing well, and we're meeting you at a good time. Yeah. So, today me and Kate were like, we, got, we gotta hop back on the podcast. It's literally been like almost a month. Oh, it's been, our time is due. We yeah. Are, we are back, Over and now. we are ready. <laughs> um, so, we're just gonna hop into it today. Um, so, it is April 20th. A lot has happened this month. I feel like from March until now has been flying and I really like anticipate things. Like I'm like anticipating like school's going to be over soon and I'm so indifferent about how I feel with that. Like I'm just like excited, but at the same time I'm like stressed and like sad that it will be over, you know? So I'm like trying to just like appreciate the moment. Yeah. But we still have a whole senior year, and we should really try to just, like, enjoy it. I know. And live it up, because it yeah. is senior year. Seriously. Me, I'm like, I have to do everything. Like, I want to do this, 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 and this. And we will. It'll all get done as it should. Yeah. Okay, so getting into our highs and lows of the past couple weeks. Kate, if you want to start with one of them. Okay, so my low recently, like, the past week, like, last week and, like, kind of this week, I've just been, like, really, like, tired, and part of that's probably because I just got my period, mm-hmm. but, like, whatever. I also feel, like, burnt out, though. Yeah. And just, like, I'm just so over school, like, I skipped a couple classes, like, <laughs> I forgot to do an assignment that I just found oh, out. Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, it's, like, no big deal. Like, yeah. My grades are good, but I'm just, like, kind of slacking, and I kind of feel a little guilty for that, mm-hmm. but I'll get back on that. I'll finish strong. I know I will. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm also, like, I told you this earlier, I'm just, like, over my routine yeah and i just need to do something like i just haven't like all last week i didn't do my morning routine as much as i wanted like mm-hmm. you know how it is um i just woke up slept in whatever but i also needed that yeah. so it's fine um but my high is me and my friend Mackenzie booked italy oh my gosh <laughs> yes. yes we're leaving june 19th we will visit melissa and gina who are studying abroad over there um we'll stay with them a few nights and then we'll drive over to my family so mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh my i still cannot believe that is happening i know wow it's gonna be amazing <laughs> mm-hmm. like i don't even know what to expect really you know like trips when we do like them in the u.s i always like i'm like looking up things and it's like i don't even know what to look up for over there like, did you get your itinerary yet no no we literally leave guys i leave for <laughs> italy in less than a month we don't have an itinerary so i don't know what that's about but next week we have a meeting finally about it to good. like see i guess where we're going what we're going to be doing that's good. i don't even know that'll get you more hype too exactly yeah um so my high and low my high would probably be last week was just like so much fun like we did so much stuff it was my birthday yesterday was jenna's birthday today's jen's birthday um this weekend like we're going to new york mm-hmm. i'm going to philly going out tomorrow night just like so much fun like so much fun stuff yes um so like along with that um I guess it's just like a little bit outside my comfort zone or what I used to be like thinking was my comfort zone like doing all this stuff going out and like um for that comes long like wearing like tight clothes and like really testing my thought patterns and stuff and how I feel about myself so that's probably been the low like challenging all those thoughts and just trying to have fun and go with the flow with everything but we are working through that and we're just embracing the fun times because that's what we're always going to look back on Mm -hmm. so 
that's my highs and lows recently. Any other updates we should talk about real quick? Um, no, just like New York this weekend. We're mm-hmm. going to celebrate Jenna's birthday on Friday at Temple, so that should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going out in New York City. Like a group we of are us. old. We are yeah. 21 years old Dude, planning these trips so on our own. This is insane. Oh, my god! And we're legal now. Dude. <laughs> but I have a question real quick for you. Mm-hmm. You could go as deep or as not deep as you want mm-hmm. into this, but how did you feel on your birthday? How did I feel on my birthday? Like, what are your thoughts? I, or your birthday party? We'll oh, say. my birthday party? Well, I felt, like, insanely loved, but, like, with everybody. But at the same time, I feel like whenever people, are like, have parties for themselves, they, like, get a little bit stressed or they're like, who's going to come? Like, do yeah. I look good? But I feel like I just was constantly, like, going back and forth with, like, this is about, like, having fun living in the moment to, like, Oh my god, I look stressed like ev- like these pictures like not everybody's coming kind of thing. But at the end of the day, I think I had really really like a lot of fun. And we went out and we lived and it was so much fun. So, I didn't wake up the next day with any scaries. So That's that just good. goes to show you that I had fun. Yeah. Um and yeah, the only thing I'll probably talk about later was just like pictures. Oh my gosh, stressing me out. Mm-hmm. But I know that a picture doesn't isn't worth it you know what I mean isn't Mm -hmm. worth negative thoughts negative feelings so we'll dive into that a little bit right but Kate you want to say we're gonna be talking about yeah so we'll kind of be talking a little bit about our past with like body image um eating and like just our habits from the past Mm -hmm. and what we've learned so I'll come out and just say that I have struggled with eating in my past and it's self-diagnosed because I never went to see someone for it, but I've had orthorexia, which is basically just a, um, which is an eating disorder, but it's just basically a unhealthy obsession with eating healthy. And I also self-diagnosed myself with exercise addiction because I display all of the qualities of someone who's addicted to exercise, but it was just a crazy, like, I wasn't even self-aware that I had these for, like, a couple of years at least. And I thought I was doing the right thing for my body because I was praised. I was the girl who was so healthy in high school. And people praised me for my eating habits and um, they say, my Oh, you're out. so disciplined. Like, how right. do you do this every day? And when you're so, like, in deep, it's like, oh, this is just what I'm doing. Like, this is, like... Your brain gets so attached to thinking a certain way that it's like, oh, I'm going to keep doing this, keep doing this, mm-hmm. like, keep working out. This is right. Because it's like when it's told, like, you're automatically just going to believe that until one day you realize. Mm-hmm. So, that you're not fully living anymore. Exactly. Because you're so consumed by the gym and mm-hmm. you're constantly anxious about what's going to be served at the party or if you go on vacation, what kind of food you're going to eat. I remember for our senior trip to Disney, Disney World, literally, mm-hmm. I was so stressed. I was like, what am I going to work out? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to eat? And I remember talking to my friends about this and they were kind of laughing at me and just like, God, you're going to be fine. Like yeah. that, but they didn't really understand it. And I don't know. I was so stressed over something I was supposed to be so excited about. It's so crazy. Cause it's like, until you go through it, it's like so weird to like, I don't know, experience from the other hand. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember I had this situation with Jenna actually, not to like change the subject, but it was like, we were out. I think we were out at like the old place I used to work at and I started crying because I ate so many pretzels earlier that day. And she was like, Gina, like, do you realize what you're crying over? And it's like, that's one of the warning signs where it's like, okay, 
what has been going on in my brain for so long that is telling me that eating a certain amount of pretzels is gonna make me cry in this emotional mm -hmm. so i guess the question i have for you is like what was one of the first warning signs or like wake up calls that you realize this isn't normal like this isn't how i should be living my life hmm. that's a really good question or was it like you didn't realize until like shit hit the fan um, well, I would say senior summer, I realized that I had a problem. I don't exactly can pinpoint a specific time, but I realized I was like, shit, I'm addicted to exercise. Why can I not relax? Mm -hmm. Right? Like I was overtraining. My heart rate was, my resting heart rate was super high. I was chronically fatigued. Mm -hmm. And even if I was fatigued, I would not listen to that and work out. And I just like, I wouldn't drink. Mm -hmm. For high school parties, I would just... I literally would have people at my house and not drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, so I realized I had a problem. But the biggest wake-up call was when I got hurt. Like, basically, like, I'm not even joking. My body shot... I talked to you this about this before, but my body literally shut down for six months. Mm -hmm. My hair was gross. Like, it was so thin. Yeah. I could I feel like that's walk. a thing that a lot of people don't realize. It's like with disordered eating and with like orthorexia and stuff, your hair literally starts thinning like, and that's just like an external thing that you'll notice, but it doesn't show like the internal stuff that's going on. Like if you're eating healthy to like an extent, it's like that is actually doing the opposite effects inside your body. Your organs literally stop to slow down, stop like literally start breaking down. You mm -hmm. don't sleep well, like you just cannot relax. Your brain will not turn off. You'll probably be experiencing more anxiety, more, like, feelings of depression. The list goes on and on. That's crazy, because I remember, like, I couldn't sleep well either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one thing you learn about. You cannot relax. And this is kind of off topic, but do you ever hear about the night sweats in recovery? Yeah. I experienced that big time. Yeah. Like, last year. Uh-huh. I feel like that's, it's really, really common with, like, anorexia and, like, orthorexia and stuff like that. Did you ever experience I that? never experienced that. Really? No. I would... If anything, in my past, because I had a lot of um, problems with, like, bulimia. So that was, like, restriction turning into, like, binges. And um, and then somehow you would compensate. So I would put my body through so much work in, like, a couple hours. And then I would just want to sleep. I was so tired. Every time I used symptoms, I just wanted to avoid and go to bed. So it was, like, I exhausted my body. So it was kind of the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, isn't it so weird? That I mean, so weird. it's destructive either way. Like, it's not fun. It is not fun stuff at all. Um, but I had another question for you. So what do you think the line is that needs to be drawn, especially in college, of being able to tell, like, whether this is an issue for students, especially people like teenagers and stuff, like, going through, like, body changes and thinking they need to learn, like, look a certain way? And, like, how can we come in now and be like, Showing this awareness of exercise, yeah, is so good for you, but it's, like, we need to know where the line is drawn. Like, I have a hard time with that, and, like, how can we, like, do our own work to show people that there is a line of, like, doing too much? Um, I guess, like, one thing that I kind of remind myself is exercise and eating healthy and all that jazz is a part of my life. It, not, it, it is not my life. Mm -hmm. Like, if someone spontaneous ask, spontaneously asked me to go on a trip on whatever the weekend the whole week like you shouldn't stress about what you're gonna eat and how you're gonna work out you just right. gotta live in the moment mm -hmm. walk intuitively eat exactly. intuitively and listen to your body as you're eating like maybe it's not um necessarily healthy 
but it's still fuel. It's going to fuel you, and you should eat as much in- until you're satisfied. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes a long way. I feel like that goes into, like, every day is changing, and your routine can't really go on for so long because you're going to have these life events that just come at you, and those could be, like, the best experiences of your life. Mm-hmm. Like... I feel like maybe when we, like, invited you to, like, Colorado, like, that was obviously a huge change for you and, like, a big mile step. So I feel like maybe that happened for a reason. Like, it's so weird. I met Kate, and we had no idea that we both kind of struggled with stuff. And here we are, like, literally living our life recovering together. Yeah. And I feel like we both pushed ourselves. Like, I didn't have access to, like, normal running, like, all my normal meals, and neither did you. Like, we were just out there trying to live our life, like, wow. with this thing blowing ourselves in our brain, now. but we, that was, like, a huge challenge. Wait, where do you think you were at in your mind at that time? Um, honestly, the main thing I can remember is just being really stressed about running in my training, because at that point in my life, like, cross-country was so huge, and it was, like, I I need to do this perfectly, and, like, I thought my coach hated me, so I feel like I was worried with that more than I can remember my recovery, but I was just very, I think, aware of, like, kind of how I looked and stuff. That was, like, the main point. In Colorado? Yeah, it was, like, really dealing with, like, body image stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, and, like, I don't even know. That's kind of what I remember, at least. It was so long ago. How long ago was that? Three years ago? Mm-hmm. It was three, yeah, probably. It just goes to show, like, this is another thing I wanted to pinpoint on. Like, this stuff will not go away, but it's okay to, like, give your gra- give yourself grace to, like, realize you're, like, still in the middle. It's, like, you are recovering still, but you can look back and see, like, at one point, like, I didn't think recovery was possible. So, you have to realize, like, even if you're, like, two steps forward, that is still two steps. That doesn't, like, totally remove all of your progress. That's something I've been, like, thinking about recently. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. Like, in Colorado, <laughs> we seriously barely knew each other. I know. I think this... I didn't even live with Kate, and I just was like, oh, Kate, like, come. Like, I feel like <laughs> you like to travel. Like, I don't even know why we thought about that. I know. <laughs> but do you want to go into a little bit more about your experience? Um, yeah. So, so I was similarly, um, I guess in high school, I started dieting, and I was a runner my whole life. So I've been running since I was like 10 years old and I was like, hmm, I wonder what could make me faster. And I just started doing these diets and it got really competitive um, with my friend, actually. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. (laughs) And we would just go to the gym together. Like we would work out. We would try to eat as healthy as we could. And we like I would post about it and I would get praise. But nobody knew what was actually going on behind closed doors. It was like. Every time I felt like I couldn't do a diet, I was just failing and failing and failing. And what that diet? eventually, I would diets. do, like, Whole30. I just, like, would cut out certain foods. And it was just, like, I felt so bad for eating something. Like, like how you talked about, like, going on that trip, how you were so nervous about not being able to exercise. For me, it was, like, having to hide. Like, it's actually so embarrassing. I'm at, like, graduation party and, like eating the cake that I was like thought was forbidden in my head and it like totally ruined the experience for me because the whole time I'm so worried about oh I'm not allowed to eat my graduation cake because it's gonna ruin how I look or it's gonna make me feel gross because that's just what I trained my brain to think Mm -hmm. for so many years um and then going into freshman year I feel like that was a really big change for me because I was still freshman year college yeah freshman year college I was still in the midst of like getting therapy and stuff. I went in and out of treatment 
and that was very eye-opening for me but I was still very closed off to talking to people about it and I kind of learned that the hard way like my roommates eventually like kind of found out about the issues and I still just felt very like in my head all the time I couldn't really explain what was going on and with time I just realized that you have to lean on people that are closest to you because as much as you think this is like some crazy thing going on like when you speak about it it becomes a little bit more normal you realize people struggle with the same stuff and people are there to listen and to help you because there are people that love you and I feel like that's been like my biggest thing with recovery it's holding myself accountable to like being open to my roommates like you have to be open with what's going on in your mind that's why I think journaling is so powerful and just like talking to you talking to Melissa talking to Jenna like just having so many people to lean on it kind of motivates you too to like get better Mm -hmm. I feel like that has been like my number one thing at least with recovery have you had like a motivator or anything for recovery Mm -hmm. just like my in like my injury or whatever I promise I've never been in that much pain in my life Mm -hmm. for that long and I never ever ever want to feel that way Mm -hmm. and um like when I was able to walk again like I was like I'm literally so grateful just to be able to move like I don't even care what I look like so were you not able to like move for like a while like what was that um well I couldn't walk for like comfortably at least for like a week I would say eventually I'd be able to stand, and at this point in my life, I was a cashier at Acme, mm-hmm. and I would be able to stand a little, but my back would be in a lot of pain when oh I'm standing, gosh. so I'd have to lean back. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I just realized, and after that, like, even, like, when I couldn't really move, that's when I was like, okay, I need to start eating more. Like, I would say at that point in my life, I got a little bit better with, like, allowing myself to eat and not like binge after after allowing myself does Mm -hmm. that make sense yeah um so I had like um a snack and not feel guilty about it whatever Mm -hmm. um but I still wasn't there for exercise necessarily um wait did I was just like a random question but did you have like a refeeding period because it's like I know people when they deprive themselves so much I feel like people aren't really aware of this like you don't just go back into like a normal eating cycle because you've been so restricted for like a year, two years, three years, whatever it was. And it's like, you're going to need like double, triple. Like, did you ever face that? Or do you feel like you like slowly leaned yourself back into like normal? Um, I feel like last year in my, um, my major recovery, I was like, even if I did the smallest workout, I would make sure I'm eating like a lot of calories so yeah. I feel like I did end up eating more than I actually yeah. needed mm-hmm. but like at that my point like in that point in my life I did actually need more calories exactly yeah so I feel like um I don't even know where I'm going with this but what am I saying <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I'll get you but I feel like that just let me know when this you think so of it hard. I feel like that is just to when explain. um Like, that is what needs to be shown with people who are recovering. Because I feel like there's so much fear with, like, eating in general that the fact of saying, like, oh, you're recovering now, you should be eating double to, like, heal your body is, like, next level scary. So I feel like that really can push people back to being, like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just feel like I wish that was shown more and people would, like, really understand that it's, like, you are not going to be eating like a normal person. Like, you are healing years of wounds to build yourself back up, to build your muscles, to build your mind back up to normalcy. And 
I don't know. That's just what I like hope to tell people. And if anybody's listening to this and is struggling with food, like you have to heal your mind just as much as you have to heal your body with that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so much that goes into recovery. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Did you think of what you were talking about? I just I'm trying to think of a way to explain it, but I remember like I would eat a lot of food last year, and I'm not eating as much as I did then now because I found my balance again. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, but at that point in my life, I didn't need more calories in order to heal those many years of not eating enough and Mm -hmm. exercising too much. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also like, even within the last year, this is kind of moving into like the, um, our bodies changing Mm -hmm. part a little bit, but even last year, like I did start recovering. I was not as like unhealthily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unhealthily is that even a word thin as I was mm-hmm. two three years ago um so I did start to gain weight and that was really hard for me because just mentally it's hard to gain weight mm-hmm. and like feel good about yourself but then I started to accept my body and even now my body has changed within the last year like however I accept it my body and this is my woman body now like I'm not in high school I'm not depriving myself Mm -hmm. and I have a healthy balance between working out eating social life and now my body's different but I'm way happier than I used to be Mm -hmm. I feel like how everybody gets so praised for like weight loss like I just wish it was so equal in all ways like and not that it needs to be praised. It almost doesn't even need to be recognized. Like, oh, you're gaining a little bit of weight. Okay. Oh, you're losing a bit of like a weight. Okay. Like either way, people are so worthy of being checked on. Like, how are you doing? Like, and it doesn't have to do with how they look. It's just like in general. And then people just like, I really wish people would be open about it. Like whether they're struggling or not, or if they're just happy, like, so like, so be it. Like, that's awesome. And no matter what, our bodies are just going to change at so many points of our lives. And that's something I think I'm struggling with. Um, I don't know if it's, like, dysmorphia, like, I'm seeing myself differently, or it's just that I'm going into challenges of wearing, like, tighter clothes and stuff. But today, I guess this morning, I had, like, a little bit of a panic. I was just going through my drawers, and I thought something looked cute, and I tried it on. And I wore that skirt last year. I wore it last year, and now I put it on, and it, like, does not zip all the way. And... This is where I feel like so many people face this stuff. You grow in and out of clothes, but clothes are not... Clothes are meant to fit you. I'm not meant to fit the clothes. And the more that I stress over it, the more I'm taking myself out of the present, taking myself away from recovery. And I don't want to do that because I know it just leads me down like a dark hole. So it's kind of just accepting. Every year, whether I get bigger or not, it is okay. And my body's meant to change and be how it is. Mm -hmm. And... On the daily basis, I'm doing what makes me happy and what makes me feel my best. And my body is going to settle however it wants to be. So I can't for, like focus on changing that. Um, and I guess the skirt's going to play this closet. I hope yeah. some cute girl gets it and gets to wear it because I love that skirt. Yes. Like, it's so hard though. It's just like accepting and your body's not going to change overnight. Your body takes so long to change to how you would want it to be whatever that is and at the end of the day it's just not worth it it's like that quote it's like those five to ten pounds are not worth missing out on ice cream dates on 
you know, family parties and things like that. Like, that Mm -hmm. is what you were taking away to give yourself the quote-unquote perfect body. And I'm not sacrificing that anymore. So I sacrificed that too long. So it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. Um, And I think this goes to show with, like, social media where you're like, oh, my God, I should probably start doing more crunches. That girl's belly is so flat. Right. Like, at the same time, you don't know what's going through that girl's head. Like, yeah, maybe that's a bomb-ass picture of her, but... She's probably, she might be, I don't know if she is, but she might be struggling, like, not eating as much, skipping or out genetics. on those cream jacks. Like, oh. you literally never know the story. And going into, like, working out a little bit, because it's, like, I love to work out. Like, I've loved it my whole life. And some of my TikTok is, like, you know, working out. Like, and my frustration comes into, please don't show me your body before you're showing me the workout. Or, like, mm-hmm. do you realize that it's, like, what – or girls will do what I eat in a day and show their bodies. Like, nothing that you're eating is going to make me, like, meant or, like, change randomly. It just makes me so frustrated. I'm, like, can do we just, like – Do you watch I mean, sometimes, like, for inspo, but if I'm having a bad day, I'm, like, I'm scrolling through. Or you can click, like, report that because I don't feel like watching that. But I like watching the workout once for inspiration. Yeah. But I'm, like – it's so easy to get in your head and be like, oh, maybe if I do this, I'll look like this. Or um, just a recent thing I was thinking of, it's like everybody now is like working out for strength to look strong. Whereas a couple years ago, I feel like everybody wanted to look. Uh, wait, were you saying like a couple years ago to like get smaller? Yeah, like I'm saying like, is that what you thought too? Yeah, like a couple years ago, it was like, I feel like everybody's working out to get thinner. And now it's everybody's working out to get stronger. And I'm like, why are we not at the point where we're just working out to feel good? To right. do what feels best. Oh my god. Like, why are we always, like, I'm so guilty of this too. Like, chasing to get the gains to look a certain way. That's what it is. And it takes so much time to get to that point where it's like, let's not sacrifice any of our time. Let's just do what makes us feel good. And at the end of the day, for me, that's running. You love, like, to lift. It's like, we just have to stick to that because... I don't it's just not worth it like do you have anything else to touch on that um well yeah I think it does go back to like making you feel good um because when you feel good you show up as a better person Mm -hmm. and you'll you'll be more present because you'll be feeling good Mm -hmm. and and if that that isn't working out at all for you so be it good for you like no matter what everybody's a good body you don't have to work out to deserve your food anything like that uh, rest days are just as productive yeah they're super important and so I don't think it's stressed enough Mm -hmm. I know. It's just... Love-hate relationship with TikTok. And it's also society. Like, so many things are thrown in your face Mm -hmm. about working out and eating this way. But at the same time, we have to remember that it's not black and white. Um, Like I said in the beginning, fitness is not your life. Mm -hmm. And life is so much more than diet culture and how you look. Like, because at the end of the day, no one's going to your funeral because of how you look. Mm -hmm. I know. I say that so much to myself. And also, another thing my therapist asked me the other day, she was like, when you're going to lift or when you're going to run, like, what are the things that you're getting out of that besides, you know, the diet culture stuff, besides, like, the looking stronger or, like, you know, burning calories, whatever. It's like, what are you doing? And it's like, your list of pros should be way higher than the diet culture thing. So for me, it's like my independence. It's like clearing my mind, stuff like that. Kind of like break down and assess, like, why are you doing these things for yourself? And do you think they're bettering your day or making it a little bit more stressful? Um, right. Definitely a thing to think about. And I feel like that goes into like identifying 
with like the orthorexia and stuff not to go to that extreme but it's like are you doing this like every single day of your week are you able to take breaks like how stressful does it make you if you're missing your workout kind of just like a little bit of things to think about or maybe a journal about if you think you might be struggling with that yeah adding on to that um sometimes I like to like if I work at like 10 a.m we'll say and I have so much shit going on that day Sometimes I would think about going into the gym at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning, whatever, get a little movement in. But at the same time, if I'm already stressed, if my heart rate rate is already Uh high because of other stressors in my life, do I really need to go to the gym and get my heart rate even higher Mm -hmm. and sweat and rush to work, to shower, Mm -hmm. like, do all that jazz? Or can I take my time in the morning and do maybe a gentle Mm -hmm. stretch or whatever? Yeah, your yoga. Yes. Like, Mm -hmm. another thing I'm going to say is not... Work, not every workout has to be your hardest. Yeah. Like, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Seriously, go for a mile walk. Find your gentle movement. And honestly, changing up your routine, I feel like, is a really good thing with exercise. Because, um, yeah, like, you don't always have to be going your hardest. Like, you can find gentle movement. And you should still be getting the same benefits of, like, your regular workout. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about, like, mind release, like, disconnecting from the world a little bit. And just, like, getting out there and do something good for your body that makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. So, um, unless you had anything else to touch on that, I just wanted to touch on, like, a thought I've been having a lot, because, like I said, wait, did you have anything to say? Okay. So, like I was saying before, like, at my party and wearing tight clothes and stuff, that was kind of triggering more thoughts, just, like, about, like, fear of weight gain, fear of, like, how I've been looking, and I've been saying this to myself over and over, I don't know why, but it's, like, let's start reframing, why am I scared about how I look? Like, why am I scared about the weight gain? Why am I scared about what people think of me? Why don't I, like, change that and be afraid of this is taking me out of the present moment. This is taking me away from better communication with friends. This is making me more in my head. Like, I should be afraid of living my life like that rather than living my life in fear that maybe I put on a couple pounds. Mm -hmm. Because that does not matter. What matters is my relationship, how I'm feeling in this moment, and how I'm able to better myself every day and just move forward in my relationships with myself my friends boundaries because all that is taken away when my head is consumed with other things i'm not presently there and if you've suffered from anything like this or just obsession with anything you realize it takes you away so that's just my motivator recently just to focus on life and we only have one life not to get into it pretty deep but right now we are living our life and we don't want to look back on our teenage years college years however old you are and be like why was I so focused on that one thing and just try to let go and like as much as you can do, like whatever that is, if it's listening to this other podcast or talking to people about your struggles, just do it. Mm-hmm. So we do not want to look back and regret. No, we do not. <laughs> it's not worth it. But with that said, I think it was really a great way to end this podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you come up with that yourself? Uh, yeah, I was in the shower the other day and I was like, why am I so scared? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who I thought it was the other day. Um, yeah, yeah, but so, I love that. Thanks. I love um, that. I, hopefully this wasn't, like, triggering or anything for anybody. Maybe motivating. Um, if anybody ever wants to, like, talk about it more, we're definitely open for, like, questions or for advice. I love when people slide up on my account and, like, ask me or just text me, like, hey, I'm struggling with this. Like, what would, your like, be your advice? Because I feel like me and Kate have been through a lot and we've grown a lot. And... 
we are on the recovery path and we're not going back down there. Mm-hmm. We are not. We are not. Mm-mm. No, we're in this together. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. And again, reach out if you ever want to talk about this stuff. We are more than open to mm-hmm. do so. Love you guys. So, yeah. Bye. Bye.